on this episode of Designedly. It was not a simple process and I feel like I only really glossed over it. I never really thought that sounded on pitch. It wasn't my saxophone, I promise. I don't like to be in public a lot with a camera at FCC or whoever's regulating this. Um, you know, you can you can take it up with me. It was one of those, if you've ever seen the, the Matthew McConaughey commercials where he just is a weird person and um, and is that. And that's all coming up on this episode of Design of Me. Welcome back to Designedly, everyone. My name is Luke, and it is so great to have you all returning for episode nine. Um, so, as you can tell, <laughs> we're uh, we're changing up the format a little bit for this episode, which I prefaced a little bit in um, a new series on Liquid that we're calling Liquid Update, which is basically just uh, update <laughs> in uh, in all of its glory. That's that's pretty much what it is. It's just it's just an update video. So. Um, that is basically replacing the update section of Designedly. I thought with some extra video content, it will, and a little more, um, I should also mention a little more production value, I guess. Um, uh, I guess it just, uh, it will help people hopefully to listen to that. And so they don't have to go through an episode of Designedly just to hear what's up. Um, I don't know, just, uh, you know, trying to change things up a bit, but also that allows us to get right into the content, but not today, because today, first of all, I have to announce that um, Designedly now has uh, Twitter and Instagram accounts. If you go to Designedly Pod on either one of those, as that the username, um, then uh, you will be able to find it. Um, I'm not sure what exactly we're going to do with it right now. Um, it's still kind of up in the air at this point, but um, if you would like to reach out to us um, using at designedly pod, then um, you know we'll get back to you because we're pretty active on that account. So, um, but it, I guess it's really exciting, you know, um, just to have like these different areas and stuff where um, there can be different communities of people doing different things. I don't know. That's kind of what Liquid's all about. So, you know. All right. Anyway. So today is a uh, definitely a different episode, definitely something that I have never done um, on this podcast before, and that is talking about um, music. So I was kind of thinking about new ideas a couple weeks ago because I like to have a, a nice schedule for everything, um, and I was trying to think about ways that we could use audio to the advantage, right? Because it's really, really, really hard to to not have that visual aspect. Um, and so last week we tried, um, doing that, um, like a reaction type video and I'm not sure exactly how that went down. Um, if you haven't listened to it, I would love to just hear what you thought of that, um, as a concept. If you like more of that, be sure to hit me up. Um, you know, you can of course use liquid and my personal account as channels for, uh, feedback as well. You don't have to exclusively use uh, at designedly, um, but if you want to, that's always great. But um, today we're talking about uh, music, which I thought is super helpful because music is something that is only listened to, right? I mean, music videos, but most of those are weird anyway. So, um, 
this episode specifically, we are talking about, first of all, my musical past and why um, I feel at least somewhat qualified to talk about this subject, but also um, we're talking about how the um, the soundtrack for the Hope commercial, going back to that, of course, um, the Hope commercial came about because it was not a simple process, and I feel like I only really glossed over it in the episode where we actually just talked about the Hope commercial. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, without further ado, um, let's do that. So, first and foremost, um, I guess I should talk a little bit about my backstory in music, um, if that makes any sense. Uh, music has been a part of my life for pretty much my entire life. Um, I can't really remember a time when um, it wasn't a thing. <laughs> Um, at least I wasn't really conscious for that, but, um, so first and foremost, uh, my mother is a music teacher. Um, she also is a worship pastor at a small church by us. Um, and, uh, I guess that kind of instilled that, uh, liking for music at an early age. And also, um, for about seven, eight years, uh, I was taking piano lessons pretty consistently. Um, if I have a clip, I'll probably play it here. Otherwise, I'll just be really mad at myself editing. But uh, this is a little bit of my piano work. And um, as for other instruments that I've uh, done in the past, uh, I also played alto saxophone for three years during middle school, middle school band. Uh, we have a clip of that as well. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was that was seventh grade me um, with uh, with a solo. <laughs> but I don't know. I never really thought that sounded on pitch. It wasn't my saxophone. I promise. That was actually like, like I was in tune. But I don't know just didn't work out, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, so at a very young age, I, I was making music in many different areas. Um, but then uh, something, I don't know, I guess I, as much as I, I love all the things that I've done in that aspect, um, I guess it was just time for me to realize that it wasn't like my true passion. Um, I am way more a visually focused person than anything else. Um, just you know all the design stuff that I do all the cinematography stuff I don't know I much prefer it I mean audio is definitely something I just I like I, it interests me for sure but it's not like the number one thing in my life I guess if that makes sense and I as I was going into uh, high school ninth grade um, I guess it just kind of um, it, I felt like it was time to 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 let it slide a little bit um so i kind of um stopped you know taking consistent lessons for for either piano or saxophone um but also that after that point it helped me kind of um you know branch out into different areas because at that point i wasn't really even listening to music that often which sounds like a really weird thing but like music listening now is such a huge part of my life that i can't even imagine a period where uh, that wasn't the case, but yeah, I mean, I have a YouTube music account, um, you know, some people are like, why don't you have Spotify? Uh, I guess I just don't conform, <laughs> um, but, um, I don't know, also, I have a lot of, um, I'm a pretty 
heavy Google user, so um, having everything together was pretty helpful there. But um, yeah, I mean, I listen to music for probably at least two to three hours every day. Um, you know, while I work, of course, I'm not just like chilling in a chair listening to music, but um, you know, good stuff. I mean, I, you know, and I've really gotten to like the like a lot of different genres, but um, like the electronic genre, I love a ton. Um, uh, hip hop is also pretty great. Uh, rap occasionally. Um, and then always like cinematic uh, music is beautiful to listen to, but it all depends on the mood, of course. You know, if you ever have listened to music, then you know this. Um, you know, you have to be in a specific mood to listen to different things. But, um, you know, learning a lot, especially about the electronic genre um, through listening to music and uh, finding different artists and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it sort of helped me to realize that there are different areas where um, music can branch out to other than just, you know, playing. Right. Um, and it was about, I want to say, um, my 10th grade year, maybe my 11th grade year, where I really started to experiment with um, GarageBand first and foremost. I have a Mac, so um, it's not like GarageBand on the iPad. Um, I should probably make that clear. Um, <laughs> it's not like I have anything against GarageBand on the iPad, but um, the Mac version is a lot more powerful, and it's also completely free which is ridiculous because this program is very powerful. Um, but then eventually I switched over to Logic Pro, which is Apple's like pro version or whatever. Honestly, I'm not even sure if it was worth it. I don't really see that much of a change. Um, but it, you know, it, it, I guess it just helps me feel like a more professional composer. But um, yeah, I mean, music has just been a part of my life um, 100% of the way. And um I don't know. I, I guess I always get like new ideas for like beats and, you know, rhythmic tunes and loops and stuff like that. So um, that's why I started kind of composing some music on my own. None of that has really ever gone out. Um, I hope that someday maybe I could like toss together an album or something, but or, like a, a SoundCloud mixtape. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, but, you know, it's it's a part of me, but it's a part that I haven't really uh, pursued that much. I had the idea to do a Sans commercial probably like January of like this year, 2019, um, for any future listeners. Um, and uh, but the original idea, as I said in the other video, was a very different concept. Um, I actually recovered some notes that I had that I took on Google Keep about um, <laughs> like my first plan for the commercial. Let me pull that up real quick. The original commercial was, I guess, I mean, I guess I did release in spring. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. Anyway, um, so I basically, okay, so this is like word for word what I said. Um, so a song starts and a montage of people in different environments looking at something through sunglasses with like the three emphasized because, of course, we were talking about Sans 3, which is if you haven't listened to the the other episode, um, Sans 3 is the font that I worked on and I made a commercial for and all that. Um, but yeah, so I was basically going to take a pair of sunglasses, like, you know, like a fake pair of sunglasses, of course. And, um, and I was going to put like, I was going to sort of emphasize the three in the glasses, you know, like the shape of three, you know, and like the bottom half of the glasses, I was going to like paint it or something. Um, you know, just to, to up with that branding. Um, and then, uh, I was gonna like have people like they put them on and then they were gonna be like really confused for a second 
and then they're like maybe like tilt their head or something you know just like a montage of people doing this but then like you turn around um and like that's when like the the beat of the music drops right and then it's like the um so then it shows like a shot of like the the glasses actually coming on like a first person point of view sort of thing um and then you notice that like when you put the glasses on all like the text and the fonts and the environment like change to sans 3 and it's not that like i didn't have the technology to do it like i, I definitely like i mean it wouldn't have even been that bad i don't think like I, I definitely that would be an awesome project to work on in the future maybe but i don't know i just decided that um it it would take a lot of um like out of house shooting and that is not something I'm a huge fan of because uh, <laughs> I don't like to I don't like to be in public a lot with a camera. I feel like it makes everybody nervous. So um, you know, I thought the the other idea, which I'm getting to, um, would be able to be done with a lot less people around, and that is always a better plan for me. Um, so the music behind that though was just a completely different style as well as you could probably imagine. Um, it. I was trying to do like sort of like a like a funky sort of sound. Um, if you've ever heard the song "It's Complicated" by Fits and the Tantrums, by the way, I do not like the the lyrics in the song at all. I hate it, but um, it is a really really nice song to like listen to. Like just the the melody in the background is beautiful in my opinion, which is kind of sad if you ask me. So, um, but yeah, it's uh it's a it's a really like that was the sort of vibe that i was going for um and so it was going to be like this super upbeat super poppy um sort of thing but it sort of had this like sort of weird like um aspect to it i guess and so that's sort of the concept of the whole commercial and i would just go from there but then of course i changed it to this dystopian world environment thing and basically the entire um just thing changed entirely so then i had to go back to the drawing board on music as well because i had already started writing a song that was similar to it so um you know i guess i just had to kind of scrap that and go from there um because i knew that a, a poppy upbeat song would probably not work with a futuristic dystopia so um <laughs> that's when um i had to kind of uh kind of go back to you know the start of everything so um when I was thinking of a new sort of mood that I wanted to to make for this commercial, um, a, a commercial came to my mind that um, absolutely, like, I, I love this commercial when it came out. It's at least a couple years old, I have to imagine, but um, it was for the Lincoln MKZ, but it was one of those, if you've ever seen the, the Matthew McConaughey commercials where he just is a weird person and... Um, and is that <laughs> for the entire commercial um that was that was sort of the inspiration though um if if you haven't watched that specific one it's called dinner i think there's like i think the official ford took it down but um i like i know that there's a couple like people who have like re-uploaded it you know how they do this commercial it's it's different in many different respects to the other ones but it's extremely like this very like ethereal sort of like um stark environment um and it um it's just like it shows him first of all just like at this small little restaurant just uh 
just like watching the rain pour down on his car <laughs> outside um but then it um it kind of transitions and it shows the rain just stops um and then he like flicks the glass of water and the singular glass of water in front of him and then leaves opens the um the sky roof thing on his um on his mkz and then drives off it seems like a super simple concept for a commercial but the music made that commercial what it is it absolutely gorgeous commercial by the way um and it, it wasn't just that like of course everything was super well shot as well it was just like this super dark commercial except for the fact that there uh there was like you know lights sort of like light accents everywhere um it, it sort of I, I know i allude to this movie a lot but it sort of had like a realistic looking tron legacy vibe to it like it um like everything is super dark but like these like really bright lights around which is i don't know it's it's really cool to me i'm a fan and of course like a really nice like blue tint to the the visual aspect of the production um but i was like yeah i want this music for it um but the problem is um if you've ever made a commercial before uh you can't just steal someone's music and use it for a commercial production. Um, it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of rules against that. Um, so the idea is to create one with a similar mood, but one that was created by myself. But first I of course had to listen to the whole track. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's play the track, right? <laughs> let's, let's play the original track. I'll, I'll play a good like 15 seconds or 30 seconds of it just so you get the kind of mood that I'm going for here. I don't think uh, anchor.fm has the same thing and I'm using this as a commentary. So um, at FCC or whoever's regulating this, um, you know, you can, you can take it up with me. All right, let's listen in. So that's like the beginning part of the song and then I'll skip ahead a little bit and play another 15 seconds so that um you know you can kind of hear like the the more intense part of the song. So yeah, that's like the general two parts of the song and I think both are absolutely beautiful. I just, I love, like, it's just such a pretty song to listen to. The song is called Not Leaving the Circus. It was composed by Cliff Martinez for um, a Cinemax show, which I have never watched, but it's called The Nick. I think it's about um, a hospital in the early 1900s. I now have the um, the Rotten Tomatoes page pulled up here. Um, so it got a 92%, which is pretty good. It's, it's a television series. Um, I, you know, maybe, but um, probably not for me. But um, yeah, the, the track is just stunning to listen to. And I wanted to make something that, that had that sort of super minor key sense of like, it, it was just, it's, it's depressing. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you know, this is, I can I can take this for what it is and it's a really pretty song. Um so that was that was sort of like the base inspiration for the song. So um I guess now we're going to actually head over to um the um the Logic Pro uh 
projects that I worked on, and I'm just going to kind of like take some tracks individually. But first, um, I guess this is my track, so I will play the whole thing, um, the actual final production, um, just so you can hear it, um, you know, without any sound effects or anything like that, just the untampered with original um, music that I composed for it. So to start this track, um, the little part that is this, um, that is basically just like um, a standard loop from Logic Pro. I didn't, I didn't create that. That was just a part of it. But um, that is that is only half of it because another part that comes in is also a harp that I made for this, which just kind of goes like. like that for a little bit um and so that creates like a super mellow thing to begin with but then going into um when things start to pick up a little bit you know um the talent is um looking at the the news um you know just all the depression and stuff going around um and that's when this track comes in So um, it repeats like that for a little bit. Of course, there's other stuff going on, but that's sort of like the main melody of that part of the song. Um, and if you are paying attention, um, that is also the same melody in the first part of the the song in the the Nick soundtrack. Um, so it, uh, you know, of course, I don't want to just take all the credit here. That was definitely a part of creating that as I, I thought it would fit really well it's just to have that little like just go down it's basically just going down a scale real quick but um yeah i think it's it, it really just adds like this like really depressing feel to it um but now we're gonna get into the original stuff more you know not just stuff that i that stuff that i took because i liked so after that intro right so i i continue to sort of just add tracks here and there you know um, kind of just fade them in and out um, in that that first part of the song but then this song just like the other one had two parts to it 
So um, in order to kind of transition between like, you know, like I wouldn't say it's like a bass drop, but it's kind of like, you know, it's like the the lesser intense, more more slow part and then the part that kind of like builds more instruments and stuff like that. So um, in order to create that, I just added a little electronic riser, which sounded like this. Yep, and then um, that goes into the main melody of the song, which um, was also inspired by something else I should mention. Um, so if you have ever listened to the um, the soundtrack or the, the theme for the uh, CW show, The Flash, um, one of my personal favorites, um, I consider all of those um, DC shows to be better than all of the DC movies. So... Um, that's my personal opinion, but I think they're they're pretty all right. But CGI could definitely be better. Um, but uh, there's a there's a part of the song, and I think I can play it real quick. But it just kind of like it it has the same sort of um, idea to it, but it's also in a minor key. So I'll play that real quick. So taking that idea, I then um, tried to replicate that feel with um, some ice mallets. So um, we can take a listen to that. Yep, so like just a super basic, um, you know, sort of really nice melodic. Um... So that's that's the idea. Um, and then also um, I wanted to add just like some extra embellishments, of course. Um, so another thing I added, um, I love using orchestras or virtual orchestras um, when I make music. So I added in um, some like a string ensemble um, just to sort of give it some extra emphasis partway through. So um, I'll play that real quick. Yep, and that added with the other thing definitely helped to, to give that feel for sure. And then on top of that, you also have to have sort of like a base to set like the main key or the main mood for each part of the music. So um, in the bass definitely did its job really well here because I don't think it would sound the same without it. Yep, so then that added with the ice mallets, um, I'll play that right back. So I think both of those definitely help to add that mood to the production, where otherwise probably wouldn't be there. And then honestly, the rest of it was just finding the right tracks to really like fill in the music. So um, there's a there's a track called Dusty Mirrors, um, and uh, this is how that sounds.
And also, the entire point of the commercial as well was to continue to build it after the initial drop, right? Because it goes closer and closer to the talent using um, Sans 3, which is like the pinnacle point of the commercial. To sort of add intensity, um, I added this grimy disco break, um, and this sounds great here, it really does. And of course, there are plenty of other things, but that truly was the main meat of the music. Um, of course, there's always going to be more tracks that I could focus on, but I feel like that sort of gets the general idea. Um, so I guess now let's just talk about how everything then started to fit together. I had the idea for that commercial um, well before I ever started composing music for it. The thing is, I actually didn't storyboard until after I had the music for it. Like, I actually made the commercial based on how the music interacted with it. So, um, I basically took it down, like, scene by scene and really focused on how, like, each, um, how each scene and how each cliff, like, sort of, um, went with the beat. So everything, everything went with the beat literally perfectly in the commercial. Like, that was, that was part of, like, the hope, um is that every single thing sort of had a place. And so I feel like you can only do that basing, either having the music based exactly on the screenplay, which I think is harder to do, or basing the screenplay on the music, which was exactly what was done here. So then I knew exactly how long the music was gonna be. So after I wrote it, it was about a minute and a half. Um, and then everything just really worked together really well. Um, so, um, you know, then I knew I didn't have to shoot any extra scenes, so I knew exactly the shots I wanted to get, and I got those. So, um, it was, it was really good. Actually, uh, fun story about that, though, um, the day of recording, I had an idea, and so I actually shot two more shots than I was originally gonna do, um, which I think adds to, like, just how crazy this commercial was for me. Um, but yeah, so I, I basically just added those two shots at the beginning before the music started because there was no other way to fit them in. Um, so yeah, I, I think, but I think it really worked well. Like I, I you know, I, I'm glad I did them because otherwise I don't know if the commercial would have the same feel to it. I'm going to be honest. Like, so initially if you, if you ha haven't seen the commercial, I would recommend that you do, but basically there's two opening shots. One of them is just like, um, the person like walking to the door and then the other one is, like, from the inside perspective, the person, like, coming up to the door, and then it's showing, like, her identification, and, like, um, it's showing, like, cash being uh, deducted from her account before she enters into, um, it was a coffee shop, so, um, and that, like, I don't think the commercial, because the, the very next shot is um, her getting coffee, which... I don't think the commercial would have the same feel to it if those like establishing shots weren't there. So um, I'm glad I had the idea to do that. But um, yeah, I think uh, the music definitely helped to shape what this commercial was. And I think it would be a disservice to not give the music the proper credit for making the commercial what it is. Anyway, um, that's about it for the uh, music for this this, uh, you know, this extremely crazy project that I worked on, um, and I really should start working on more projects that are crazy because then I have more stories to tell, right? So, um, 
that's gonna do it for this episode of designedly thank you guys so much for listening as always it is so great to have your support let me know what you think i'm always up for a good conversation on instagram and twitter so hit me up there and um without further ado this has been designedly i have been luke and that was how we went from matthew mcconaughey to a futuristic dystopia and all of the intention that comes into play see you next week